Today is going to be a great day for you, and you want to know why? That's because today you have another chance to make someone smile. You have another chance to make a child laugh. You have another chance at being someone's blessing. And when you have chosen to perform any of those menial tasks, Faith smiles down on you. I'm a firm believer in what goes around comes around. And when you become a blessing, a blessing comes to you. And with that being said, let's slip into darkness and talk about Doris Miller. The story of Doris Miller has been glamorized in motion pictures, but few know the real story of the black cook who became a hero during the attack on Pearl Harbor. Doris Dory Miller was born October the 12th, 1919 in Waco, Texas, the son of Conry and Henrietta Miller. They were sharecroppers and thus the family was fairly poor. Doris was a big child at 5 feet 9, 200 pounds, playing fullback on his high school football team, and he got expelled from school due to engaging in numerous fights over racial issues. He worked on his father's farm until he was 20 years old when he enlisted in the United States Navy in 1939, he served as a mess attendant third class and became the ship's cook when he was transferred to the USS West Virginia battleship. Now, what you have to remember, my friends, is that during this time, the United States Navy really did not want African-Americans and they had to take jobs as cooks and valets. They didn't have important jobs on board ship because the ship was a small place to live and they did not want blacks living in proximity to whiteness. So the only thing he could do was become a mess attendant who prepared and served food to the officers and their crew, clears the tables and cleans the dishes and makes the bed and cleans the bedroom and bathroom for the officers. These are the only kind of duties we could perform in 1939. So after temporary duty on the USS Nevada at Secondary Battery Gunnery School, he returned to the USS West Virginia on August the 3rd, 1940. At this point, he stood six feet, three inches, and weighed over 200 pounds. And because of his size and strength, 
He competed in boxing competitions on the ships and became the heavyweight champion of the West Virginia, an impressive feat considering the ship had a crew of approximately 2,000. He was advanced to mess attended second class just before USS West Virginia was sent to Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. On the morning of December the 7th, 1941, Dory was awake at 6 a.m. on the West Virginia. He had volunteered as a room steward and made an extra $5 each month providing wake-up services to duty officers as well as doing their laundry, shining their shoes, and making their beds. When the alarm for general quarters was sounded, he headed for his battle station, the anti-aircraft battery magazine amidship. Unfortunately, the ship was under attack by more than 200 Japanese torpedo planes, bombers, and fighters, and a torpedo had destroyed his battle station. Because of his size and strength, he was ordered to run across the deck to retrieve injured shipmates and carry them to the quarter deck, where they were protected somewhat from the attack. He was next ordered to come to the aid of the injured ship's captain, Mervyn Bennion. He rushed to the bridge to attempt to carry Binion to safety, but the captain refused to leave his post. Binion would die of his wounds. Miller was next ordered to help Ensign Victor Delano and Frederick H. White load the number one and the number two Browning 50 caliber anti-aircraft machine guns. Delano expected Miller to load ammo into both guns, but when he looked back around, he saw that White had loaded both guns and was shocked to see Miller manning one of the guns firing into the air at dive-bombing Japanese planes. Despite not being allowed and having no training in operating the big guns, he bravely jumped into action. And he later recounted, it wasn't hard. I just pulled the trigger and she worked fine. I had watched the others with these guns. I guess I fired her for about 15 minutes. I think I got one of those Japanese planes. They were diving pretty close to us. Later, versions of the story had Miller shooting down four Japanese planes. But the truth is, he probably didn't hit any. During the time he was firing the gun, only one Japanese plane was shot down. One of the planes that Miller was shooting at, and everyone else in the bay was shooting at, went down. He felt very pleased at that. Victor Delano related in 1993, I did see Miller shooting, but I would term it rather wild, so I doubt that he hit anything. I certainly did not see him shoot down a plane. In fact, according to official records, the USS West Virginia did not have a record of anyone on board having shot down any planes that day. Nonetheless, the attempt by anyone on board to fire at the incoming planes certainly made it more difficult for the Japanese to press their attack.
White later ordered Miller to help pull sailors out of the water into safety. Eventually, because of the severe damage from the explosions, the West Virginia began flooding and everyone was ordered to abandon ship. Of the 1,500 men on West Virginia during the attack, 130 were killed and 52 wounded. The ship had been struck by nine Japanese torpedoes. Reports of the attack referenced the actions of an unknown Negro sailor. When he was identified as Doris Miller, Senator James Meade of New York introduced a Senate bill seeking to award Dory the Medal of Honor, the United States' highest military honor, awarded for personal acts of valor above and beyond the call of duty. On April 1, 1942, Doris Miller was commended by the Secretary of the Navy, Frank Knox. The commendation cited his distinguished devotion to duty, extraordinary courage, and disregard of his personal safety during the attack on the fleet in Pearl Harbor on December the 7th, 1941. While at the side of his captain on the bridge, Miller, despite enemy strafing and bombing, and in the face of serious fire, assisted in moving his captain who had been mortally wounded to a place of greater safety and later manned and operated a machine gun until ordered to leave the bridge. This marks the first time in this conflict that such high tribute has been made in the Pacific Fleet to a member of his race, and I'm sure that the future will see others similarly honored for brave acts. Admiral Chester W. Nimitz. He was reassigned to the USS Indianapolis on December 13, 1941, and his rank was raised to Miss Attendant First Class on June 1, 1942. Later that month, the Pittsburgh Courier called on him to be honored like some of the white war heroes and allowed to return home for a war bond tour. He arrived at Pearl Harbor on November the 23rd and was ordered on a war bond tour while attached to the USS Indianapolis. Over the course of the next few months, he gave talks in Oakland, California, in his hometown of Waco, Texas, and in Dallas, Texas. He also spoke to the first graduating class of Negro sailors from the Great Lakes Naval Training Station in Chicago, Illinois. There's another history story right there, my friends. The Golden 13. Was Miller the cause of this action? On June the 1st, 1943, Miller received another promotion, that of Petty Officer Ships Cook, third class. He was reassigned to the escort carrier Liscom Bay. On November the 24th, 1943, during the Battle of Tarawa, a single torpedo from a Japanese submarine struck the escort carrier near the stern. The aircraft bomb a magazine detonated a few moments later, and the warship was sunk within a few minutes. There were only 272 survivors, 
and the rest of the crew was listed as presumed dead. On December the 7th, 1943, exactly two years after his courageous effort during the Pearl Harbor attack, Miller's parents were notified of their son's death. Many petitioned for Miller to receive the Medal of Honor for his acts on December 7, 1941. And while he never received the award, he has been honored repeatedly over the years. In addition to the Navy Cross, Doris was entitled to the Purple Heart Medal, the American Defense Service Medal, Fleet Class, the Asiatic Pacific Campaign Medal, and the World War II Victory Medal. Commissioned on June 30th, 1973, USS Miller, a Knox Class frigate, was named in honor of Doris Miller. The War Department issued a recruitment poster adorned with his portrait entitled Above and Beyond the Call of Duty. He has been portrayed in a number of movies, including the 1970s Tora Tora Tora, in which he was portrayed by Elvin Harvard, and in 2001's Pearl Harbor, in which he was portrayed by Cuba Gooding Jr., the Doris Miller Foundation was founded in 1947 to give an annual award to the individual or group considered outstanding in the field of race relations. In February 2010, the United States Postal Service issued a commemorative stamp in his name. And on June 30, 1973, the USS Miller, a Knox-class frigate, was commissioned in his honor and has had numerous schools and community buildings named after him. January the 20th, 2020, the United States Navy named an aircraft carrier in honor of Miller. The Gerald R. Ford-class carrier named after Miller will be deployed in major combat operations, crisis responses, and humanitarian relief. The reasons for the naming are twofold, to honor the U.S. Navy's enlisted sailors and their heroes, and to honor the contributions of African-American sailors. The USS Miller will be the first aircraft carrier in the history of the U.S. Navy to be named for either. Doris Miller is one of those individuals whose lives are forever etched in stone because of his action during a moment of crisis. Though his time on earth was short, history has remembered him for his valor and his dedication to this country. That, my friends, is the true story of Doris Miller. And my brother, I don't know if you were the stepping stone to the Golden 13 or not. And it doesn't matter. What I do know is that 75 years later, you make me proud. I honor you, I salute you, and I say rest in peace because your story will go on and on through the annuals of time. A poor boy from Texas 
doing what he can to make life better. And my friends, that music says that it's once more that time. And I hate to leave you, but I will leave you with this message. You will never always be motivated. So you must learn to be disciplined. Until next time, it's been my honor. <laughs>